My dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we are in the second Sunday of the Lent. The theme of today's readings is transformation and to participate in the glory of God. The readings invite us to work with the assistance of the Holy Spirit to transform our lives by renewing them during Lent and to radiate the glory and grace of the transfigured Lord which we have received to all around us by our spirit-filled lives. The first reading describes the transformation of a pagan patriarch into a believer in the one true God. And also his name is transformed from Abraham to Abraham and his small family to a great nation. And all that Abraham has to do is just obey the commandment of God and just say yes to his call. And he does so. And in the second reading, the reading taken from St. Paul's second letter to Timothy explains the type of Lenten transformation expected of us. We are transformed when we recognize the hand of loving, providing, and disciplining God behind all our hardships, pain, and suffering, and try our best to grow in holiness by cooperating with the grace of God given to us through Jesus Christ and his gospel. And in the gospel reading, we are called to trust in God's glory, a glory that Jesus shared with his Father, and the same glory that Jesus shared with his apostles, Peter, James, and John, at the Transfiguration. Firstly, in the event of the Transfiguration, Jesus took the disciples up the mountain to pray. And there, the appearance of his face changed. His clothes became dazzling white. And thus, the transfigured Jesus gave his disciples a glimpse of his future glory. And the disciples were really in need of such vision. And during the transfiguration, Peter, James, and John had a glimpse of the future glory of Jesus' resurrection. And similarly, we too will get glimpses of the presence of God in our lives. We get glimpses of God in the love we receive from others. We get the glimpses of God when we see someone making a sacrifice to help others. And we see glimpses of God's presence in the beauty of a fine day, a nice beach, a beautiful sunrise or sunset. And we get glimpses of God when we spend time in prayer and experience the loving presence of God in our lives. The second scene of the event of transfiguration is the appearance of Moses and Elijah. They too appeared in glory with Jesus Christ, and they shared in the glory of Christ as well. And Moses and Elijah are two great men of the Old Testament. They symbolize law and prophets. And Moses met the Lord in burning bush at Mount Horeb. And later on, Moses led the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. 
and received Torah on Mount Sinai and brought God's people to the edge of the promised land. And whereas Elijah had traveled for 40 days to Mount Horeb on the strength of the food given to him by an angel. At Mount Horeb, when Elijah sought refuge in a cave, he experienced the glory of God passing over, over him. And that's what we read in the first book of Kings, chapter 19, verses 9 and 11. And also we find Elijah performing healings and other miracles, and also stood against the enemies and wicked men, against those who stood against Israel. And the presence of Moses and Elijah in the transfiguration of Jesus emphasizes Jesus' continuity with the law and the prophets in the salvation history. And both these men were initially rejected by the people, but were vindicated by God. The Jews believed that these men did not die because God himself took Moses. That's what we read in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verses 5 and 6. And also Elijah to heaven in a whirlwind. Well, that's what we read in the second book of Kings, chapter 2, verses 11. So the implication is that although God spared Moses and Elijah in the normal process of death, he did not spare his own son. And they were not perfect men. In fact, Moses was a murderer. He was prevented to enter the promised land. He only led the people to the edge of the promised land. Yet now, Moses shares in the glory of Christ. And thus, the transfiguration reminds us the truth that we too are created for eternity. And we too are created to share in the glory of Christ. And this thought should always linger in our minds. Moses and Elijah looked forward to seeing the Messiah, and now they share in his glory. This is the destiny of each one of us. Let us orient our lives during this season of Lent so as to share in the glory of Christ one day. Thirdly, as a climax to the scene, we have the entry of God himself. The voice of the Father is heard from the cloud. The cloud in the Old Testament symbolizes the presence of God. The voice commands to listen to his son. And Jesus said in the gospel very clearly that no one has seen the father. It is only the son who saw the father. And it is only the son who makes known the father. When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him, is very true. It is only through Jesus Christ we can see the Father. So the transfiguration reminds us that we listen to Jesus, listen to his words, and pay attention to his works and examples, so that through Jesus we can see the Father and reach the Father and attain the glory that is being prepared for all of us. The transfiguration of Jesus also signifies the suffering and death that he is going to undertake 
in Jerusalem. And Jesus was not afraid of this suffering, this crucifixion. Rather, he wholeheartedly accepted because, because he wants to bring redemption to all of us. And at this juncture, I would like to give an example of one of the interviews. St. John Paul II was interviewed. A reporter went to him and asked, Holy Father, you're already suffering with great illness, and you're also advancing in age. Why do you still continue in the office? You can get retired and give this office to someone else. But Holy Father told him very gently, my dear son, did Jesus, when he was suffering on the cross, gave his suffering to someone else? Or did he felt so pain that he came down of the cross? Did he give up his pain and suffering to someone else? He bore the cross to do the will of his father and to bring salvation to humankind. So also, I try my best to serve the church and to serve Christ until my last breath. And he responded so humbly, saying though he was suffering from so serious illness, but still he bore the church on his shoulders and he led the church successfully. And that's the reason he was immediately canonized so quickly as a saint, because he did the will of the Father and he did the mission of Christ which was entrusted to him. The transfiguration of Jesus also gives us a message that we're all invited to participate in his glory and we all have to be transformed. And the season of Lent is a perfect time for all of us to turn away from sin and to turn to Jesus Christ, who is ever ready to embrace us, who is ever ready to give such an awesome experience that he gave to his apostles, Peter, James, and John. My dear brothers and sisters, all that we need to do is, as the Heavenly Father told his disciples, this is my beloved son, listen to him. So all that we need to do is to listen to Jesus Christ. And Jesus speaks to us through different forms, through our friends, through the spiritual exercises, through sacraments, through liturgy of the word, through liturgy of Eucharist. And the God speaks in a various forms. We only need to listen to him. And that would bring transformation in our lives, which would in turn also help us to partake in his glory. My dear brothers and sisters, second Sunday of Lent is inviting all of us to look up to Jesus, that we may walk in his footsteps and listen to him and we receive the redemption that is prepared for us. Amen.